I'm Rashaya Tate. And I'm Egypt Cole. Welcome to Your Shot of Goodness, the podcast. Your Shot of Goodness exists to uplift and heal the universe through short bursts of positive energy. Join us in conversation with people just like me and you as we cultivate a space of positivity, openness, and learning. We will utilize our experiences, tools, and techniques to help you learn to elevate your life and express your well-being. Enjoy. So before we hop into the discussion, I wanted to take a moment to mention that this Friday on January 22nd, we're actually going to be doing purpose mapping. It'll be at 6 p.m. and you can find the link in the details of this episode. Egypt, talk to us about purpose mapping. Okay, so purpose mapping is basically uncovering your purpose and fulfilling your truest desires within six months to a year. So it's all about um, manifesting and using our own personal energies to thrive during this time. Let's start the year off right by just doing the best that we can, by giving ourselves the best opportunities we can, by using the tools we already have. I love it. I'm so excited. I um, I love the fact that we're going to be manifesting together. A lot of people don't understand that the first the first way you can see your manifestation is if you actually speak it out loud speak that thing that you want out loud right you can see this you can see how you are constantly moving towards that thing so i'm very excited for purpose mapping yeah me too it's going to be a great time a great time of connecting and just supporting one another because this is a community uh, effort although it is your own personal journey so it's going to be great so join us Today, we are discussing the power of movement. Now, what is that exactly? Can movement actually hold a sense of power? What power does it hold? I know for myself, dancing creates a certain energy that is healing and keeps me going, which is powerful. We all need something to make things go better for us. And today, we are discussing that need for movement with Sean Wilborn. Sean is a software consultant, pole dancing instructor, and the founder of the Facebook group, The Dating Girl Chronicles. I want to give you the opportunity to give our listeners a more in-depth understanding of who we are, the work that you do, and why you chose this path. So tell us, um, give us like a little intro of uh, what you do and how you do it. (laughs) Um, So you want more of the software consultant or more of the pole dance? Which background are you looking for? Or all you, three. <laughs> you give us a, you can give us a, all three, but you know I really am um, intrigued, and, and we are really intrigued by the pole dancing instructor. But you know, tell us, you know, all of us, all all that makes you you. Okay. Um, well, I started out um, knowing that I was going to do something computer related when I was in middle school. Um, okay. I wrote my first program, and then I was just in love with computers. And so that just followed me all the way through college and, and and that's what I do now for a living as what pays the bills and I really enjoy it. I have a real passion for um, software consulting because I think it, it involves three things for me. It's a mixture of using my IT skills, interacting and interfacing with customers, and then um, training end users on how to use software. So I really like the transfer of knowledge that happens um, as a part of software consulting. So that's 
my daytime life and okay. then <laughs> my nighttime life part-time i teach uh pole fitness or pole dance instructor you can also call it that um and i found pole dancing um in 2014 i started i went in as a student to just try something new um i've always been a gym person a person who likes to work out and mm -hmm. i've always looked for alternate activities that i can do outside of the gym um to utilize my muscles i guess so i tried pole dancing just on a whim one year in January, January 2014. And um, I loved it from the moment that I went in and I just kept going back. Um, and, and then eventually I became an instructor in 2017. And then um, the Dating Girl Chronicles is what I like to say is my middle of the day, all day job. <laughs> or fun <laughs> thing that I do because I can't even say it's a job. It's just one of those fun things that I do. And I created the group because um, as I would just sit around with my girlfriends talking about dating and just some of the, you know, good things that happened, some, some of the bad things that happened, some of, some of the, oh my God, I can't believe happened. Um, we would all realize that we were going through some of the same scenarios and same situations. And we and we would just be like, oh, my God, I thought it was just me. And then all of a sudden you're like, no, he what you do me um, every five days, too. <laughs> you get that W.I.D. text like every day for 50 days for, in a row. Um, oh God, so we I all just <laughs> I know you hate it, right? <laughs> uh, and, you're, yes. and you're like, it's, it's just got to be me. It must be something that I'm doing. So I created the group as just a way for ladies to come together and discuss, um, you know, some of their triumphs, some of their concerns, and even just share, um, you know, tips and tricks and best things and what has worked and to talk and, and to give women like a self-esteem boost so that they'll know you're not by yourself, you're not crazy, um, going through some, you are dealing with some man that may be trying to steal your happiness mm -hmm. um, and just to help them, you know, see things from a different lens. Um, but it's not it's not all about putting, you know, blame or fault on, on a man either or a dating partner, but also being introspective about yourself and make sure making sure that you're growing and looking at yourself as a person to determine if there are some things that need to change within you before you actually date and consider someone else as a serious partner. So that's my three okay. things. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Very interesting. It's uh, I'm pretty sure they all kind of um, overlap or, you know, make you who you are. So that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Okay. So um, before we get into the, uh, grit of the conversation. We're going to go ahead and center ourselves, which is a basic technique to gain much-needed focus, attention, and calming of the nervous system. Follow my voice as we begin. <clears throat> Welcome to present moment. Before we begin, remind yourself that this time is for you and you alone. Allow no distractions, no worries, and no to-do list to interfere with your time. Take a moment to make yourself comfortable where you are. 
Maybe straighten your back and trace gentle circles with your nose, relaxing your neck. Once you reach a place of stillness, begin to deepen your breath. Deep ocean breaths. In through your nose and out through your mouth. Let's do that once more. Continue to breathe and turn your awareness to the ground beneath you. Firm and strong. As you continue to breathe, travel from the crown of your head. Feel the crown grow light like a feather and then carry it down to the soles of your feet. Continue to breathe. Now close your eyes and visualize before the following mantras. I am creative. I am beautiful. I am confident. Open your eyes and say the mantras out loud. I am creative. I am beautiful. I am confident. Now close your eyes again and visualize the energy flowing through your body. Breathing in and out, allowing each mantra that we previously stated flow through all parts of your body as your body becomes flooded with unstoppable warm energy. I am creative. I am beautiful. And I am confident. Thank you. All right. <clears throat> so, hope you guys enjoyed that session. <laughs> okay. um, yes. So, now that we're all centered, we're going to go ahead and just start asking away the questions we've all been waiting for. <laughs> so, um, Sean, tell me, um, what does pole dancing do for you? What does it do for your clients? So when you're instructing and things like that, how does it, how does it make you feel? And how, how do you think it makes your clients feel? Okay. Um, so physically, we'll start there first. Physically, pole challenges, challenges our balance, strength, mm -hmm. and flexibility. Mm -hmm. So right away, when ladies come in to the studio and they take one of the dance classes, they, they recognize exactly where they're, they're, they're strongest, right? Mm -hmm. um, meaning they're really good at, um, they're very strong or they may be very flexible or they may have really good balance. Um, and so then once they move, once they kind of figure out what they need to work on, if they really, really like the experience, um, they come in and they get straight to work on those things. So in addition to like usually the ladies that come in and they, they just take a class here or there, they just drop in. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, they, they have a love hate for it right away. And then after that, if they continue to come, then they grow in confidence. Right. So that's one of the biggest changes that we see is that ladies will come in, you know, fairly shy um and reserved and giggly it's one of those three reactions right mm -hmm. um and those are reactions of just being kind of um 
afraid, you know, uh, ashamed of, of, of being publicly sexual, right? Mm-hmm. Or being publicly, um, you know, just expressing their sexuality in mm-hmm. a public place, right? Even though it's a, it's a small setting, the classes are small, the room is intimate, um, it's, and so it doesn't even, you know, it's not like there's a crowd or anything there to watch. But um, it's just your first time of, of being outside of your your own personal space and showing someone else or letting someone else and allowing someone else to see you be a sexual being. And we know that society kind of puts a lot of pressure on women to um, suppress a number of our um, sexual desires, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and poll allows women to it gives them a space to release that right so the the funny thing is the number of women that actually like going to strip clubs and are interested in doing like amateur night at a strip club (laughs) it's really about them wanting to feel free um to feel that freedom to just be able to release whatever um sexual desires and eyes on me type of feeling that they might have um it's not even about them wanting to have sex right it's just more about them wanting to feel um free to be able to express that part of them so um, that's one of the biggest changes we see is that the level of confidence that is gained um, by a woman from coming to consistent classes goes Mm -hmm. through the roof it just it increases 10 times immediately so um we like to um we like to we like we like for our students to come in and be shy really because then you know Mm -hmm. six months down the road we get to see them like half naked all of a sudden we're like wait who is this person that just who are you with the booty shorts on (laughs) (laughs) and on the first day you came in with long pants so we also like to encourage our students to to take photos and video their journey so they can Mm -hmm. go back and look at where they how far they they come because over time you forget right yeah yeah Yeah. you know I always um how you said like journey and stuff like that like everything is a journey everything's a process in life like and we might not even realize even the smallest things like they decided okay I'm gonna do this pole dancing and all of a sudden now they're like you know going from pants to like you know wearing the booty shorts or whatever and it's just this journey of just growth in their sales it's great um you feel like their confidence ties in with their self-esteem or you think that was just more so they're just worried about the outward uh of society norms and and roles I think it's a little bit of both, right? Because I think society plays a part on what our self-esteem is like. Um, and and so over time, they do start to shed that and realize that um, the support that they're getting from the other ladies in the studio um, helps them, you know, release all of that. And, and as of, you know, I like the way that this podcast started out with the meditation because what a number of women also realize is that dance um, becomes a really a really meditative type of experience, right? It's, yeah, yeah. It's um, anything that you can do that 
takes your mind completely and absorbs it and you become in your inner space where you're focused on nothing but what's happening at that time and at that moment um, mm-hmm. is a form of meditation. And yeah, so dance becomes that. And you have a dance ba- background, so you probably can understand that, right, quite well. Yes. And how yes. you can get so engulfed in movements. Really, it's it's really what it is. You're just moving with a pole. Um, movement and you enjoy it so much that you don't um, realize that the hour is over right and you're yes. and you're still wanting more yeah mm-hmm. so that's uh, one of the things that I think also helps um, the ladies build their confidence and their self-esteem is because essentially they come out of a meditative state they mm-hmm. spend an hour meditating and yes. then that refocus that's a refocusing and so then when you leave, you feel so much better, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I like that you said meditative state because I always like, it's like a high that I can't explain. <laughs> and you know, when I'm thinking about dance and I'm just in my own world and I just feel so good afterwards. And, you know, when I do performance and things like that, I'm like, yes, this feels so good. Like just the movement and it, it is so very healing and so very therapeutic. And I never thought about it that way. Um, as it being meditative and that is that's an interesting aspect I love that and so, so you told me you came into the path of uh, pole dancing earlier so do you see yourself being um, in the next five years like how do you see yourself growing as a dancer and an instructor um I don't because I do it part-time I have mm-hmm. a passion to continue that journey and I really really enjoy um helping ladies on their journey um Mm -hmm. when i initially started taking pole i had no idea what i wanted to do with it where i wanted to go with it um and there are a number of things that you can do of course from competitions to being an instructor um to just um you know deciding that you want to just be a, a, a great student right um and i decided well um i wanted to, to go into the instructing mode i don't know that i have any other plan beyond that at this point um okay. only because i'm just enjoying that at the moment um i have given consideration to doing some competitions Mm. Um, but I don't know that I will. <laughs> I, like, uh, I don't know that I will actually do that only because I, um, I, I enjoy just doing pole as a, as an instructor and as a meditative mm-hmm. process. And I think, um, for me, competition would make it more, um, more of a, um, it would take away some of the, that, that for me right it would take away the meditation piece of it and make it into more of a I don't know something that might be and bring me anxiety (laughs) yeah active stress definitely (laughs) right so I don't know at this point I'm just right what it's that it's it's that it's it's learning moves that are going to push you beyond what you already know it's and there's so much right because you're trying to do these tricks and make them look fluid um, to music. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and you want it to look, you know, gentle and slow and 
you know, all of those things. So in sensual, right. And, mm-hmm. um, and then you have to practice over and over and over again, if you're going to do a competition, right. And that's just stressful. <laughs> so. Yeah, it is. It's not the freedom, you know, it's no longer free now. Now it's like, okay, I gotta do this at this time, you know, exactly. repetitively and all the other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a headache. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and those there are people who thrive on that type of thing, right? They thrive on the competition, and um, but I just don't. <laughs> yeah, no, I so, understand. I can get that. Yeah, sure. I, yeah. I'm just working on um, increasing my own skill set and hoping I can pass that down to to the students that I teach. Yeah. So far as you be, uh, being a pole dancer and pole instructor. What do you like? Where have you grown, like uh, personally? What, what has been your personal journey since coming into contact as a pole dancer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I showed up in pole my first pole class thinking I could dance. You know, at least I could do a good rhythm, a good move, a good two step. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and and I can, you know, that's still true. I I went in and I can dance. But um, then you start adding a pole and it's different. And it's almost like it's almost adding it's almost like adding a dance partner to your routine. Now all of a sudden your two-step is a is a two-step plus one with someone else who's also going to do a two-step, right? So you just have to adjust to and help your body realize where you um, you know, where it's strong and where it needs to grow. Um, so there's a lot of body awareness that comes into pole. Um, I think one of the things that has happened for me is I came in also sh- strong, right? Because I had a gym background, so I was already strong, but I wasn't, um, I wasn't body weight strong, right? So I could do push-ups, but now I can do push-ups and I can do pull-ups, right? I can move, I can, I can handle my own body weight. Um, and pole teaches you to handle your own body weight. So now you're not just, um, you're not weight training, but you're resistance training with your own, with your own body. Right. So no matter how much you weigh, you still need to be able to handle your own body weight. So now I have to take my 160 pounds and be able to, to um, downward facing dog, um, back bends, um, hand balancing, handstands, um, handsprings on the pole, off the pole. Um, I need to be able to climb the pole. I need to be able to invert on the pole. All of that is core strength, right? And mm-hmm. and upper body strength and a little bit of leg. <laughs> so um, it teaches you body awareness. And that's what I gained the most was body awareness and um, body strength, right? Being able to handle my own my own body weight and 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 dancing really, right? Because I knew how to dance, but so I've got good rhythm, but I had to learn how to dance with a partner, right? A pole as a partner, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's, um, that's interesting. That that does play a different factor than you would think it would be. Like, okay, here's a, a pole I have to use it as an instrument to do what I got to do. Right. It changes the things. 
Um, I, I would say I also gained confidence. Um, I felt like I was already fairly confident and, um, you know, my self-esteem was fairly high when I joined, um, but I was sexually shy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like my uh, my expression, my sexual expression in public arenas was just not there. Um, I was shy about that. I think that became, uh, that was one of the first things that I noticed that I overcame. So um, it can do that. I mean, you can still be reserved, right? But not shy. There's a difference. And so um, I was reserved and shy. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Okay. And now you're like, look, I'm out here. I'm Uh, more, more, I understand. I'm more aware of my sexuality and where it's at, the limits that it's at and the scope of it and the depth of it. Exactly. can be reserved. Yeah. Exactly. And I don't have yeah. to be, I don't have to be shy about it, right? Because yeah. remember I told you, ladies come in and their reaction is either they're giggly or they're quiet or, you know, so I don't giggle about sexual stuff now. It's like, yeah, Here I just is. talk about it. I just talk about it. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, so I'm not I'm not um, sexually shy. I'm very open. <laughs> I make people uncomfortable sometimes, but I love that pole dancing gives that opportunity for people to grow in that way because sexuality is a part of life. That's how we get here. Sometimes, like you know, you got to get attraction to get something rolling. Hello, absolutely. So, uh, <laughs> I love that. Um, you know you know, dance and movement is, you know, bringing uh, so many good things to uh, to the world. And pole dance is cool. I remember at one point pole dance was looked at just for, you know, exotic dancers. And now it's a form of fitness. And, um, you know, like you said, it's a meditative state for people and people are building confidence and sexuality. It's just such a good thing. It's, a, it's really healing. Healing it through is. movement. It's healing through <laughs> movement. Yes. It really is. Believe it or not, people are finding a way to heal through the movement of pole. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And we do I more than just dance on the pole, right? So we have classes that are flexibility classes, so stretching oh. classes. We offer um, floor classes where you, you know, you, you do central dance on the floor. Um, and then, of course, we have, you know, classes that are geared, geared towards more tricks um, we have more classes that are geared toward technique, right? Um, meaning um, pole techniques, right? Um, because a lot of the things are very dangerous, right? So we have to walk people through how to do those more dangerous skills in a slow process. So most people come and they expect that they're going to see this whole sexual exotic thing going on. No, you come in, it looks like a gymnastic scene it's more um oh she's in the corner doing um flips and there's somebody else um you know doing some stretching in the corner and there's someone else doing some abs uh there's someone doing downward facing dogs and then there might be someone on the pole right all of these things you have to do as a conditioning type of exercise before you even you know get onto the pole and start um, doing you know whatever trick you have for that day so yeah there's way more than just the um 
than just the pole classes, right? And just yeah. the exotic dance class. Those are the easy things to do. Everybody wants to come and be like, yeah, I just want to go to a dance class. Pole. Yeah. After you've been, you know, after you've been especially a student for so long, you relish in the moment to just go into a simple class and and do nothing but dance. But then you have those technique classes that, you know, your skin is going to be uh, burned. You're going to lose some skin. You're going to have bruises. You bruise, you come out black and blue and purple. Um, Look at it's not it's not for the it's not for the faint of heart it's uh you you can't wear lotions because you need your skin to be in contact with the pole and it needs to be abrasive your skin is going to be a right the pole is going to take your skin with it if you're doing yeah certain moves so you have to desensitize all of these parts of your body like your inner thighs you have to desensitize your elbow pits your arm pits those things that you can use to hook and hold on to the pole um, okay. those yeah. things are very sensitive when you start to um, get on the pole and move around yeah i can <laughs> yeah. only imagine i mean yeah it makes it makes sense but it's kind of like that with any sport right like i when i was doing track and field i got i got a lot of scratches and bruises I fell a lot <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah it makes makes a lot of sense what's the uh, what's the most difficult part of pole dancing I guess um the most difficult part it depends everyone comes in with different um skill sets right um I came in strong so I didn't have to work very hard at body awareness right um because i was already strong some women come in very flexible for me that was hard i'm still working on getting into the splits it's been five years now (laughs) i'm very close though (laughs) but i'm not the most flexible being and i've never done the splits in my entire life so um that was difficult for me some women come in they have no rhythm so they have to come in and they have to learn um, to stay on beat that's hard for them like doing body waves and hip circles are like a chore for them <laughs> it's not okay. a chore for me so it just depends where they come in and then um, the other challenge I know that I had and I still have is um, things like going upside down people who have gymnastic backgrounds can come in the, in the pole studio go upside down no big deal Someone like me is like, I don't go upside down. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are we right. here? <laughs> so it takes a mental moment for my mind to be at ease about some of those things, even though now I've gotten used to it. If, mm-hmm. I, if I do, if I learn a new trick or a new move that's upside down, I still have to take a mental break. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I have one more question. So much. Mm-hmm. What what class do you teach? Because you said there's so many different classes that regards to pole dancing. Which one do you teach, or do you teach all of them? Yeah, I teach um, pretty much all of them, um, oh. except for I don't teach more of the advanced classes because I'm not an advanced polar. 
So okay, advanced pullers are going to be people that you would see probably at the circus. <laughs> so oh, really? the okay. people that do pole stuff at the circus and they've got some real extensive types of tricks, they're probably more of your advanced pullers. Um, so I don't teach the advanced classes. I teach beginner to intermediate. Um, and then I teach um, the stretch classes and I teach uh, the floor dance classes. And of course, I teach any of the, the pole dance classes as well and the technique classes as well. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. A variety. I like it. Yeah. And yeah. we have some conditioning classes as well. I guess I forgot to mention. So, okay. you know, you know, like boot camp type classes. I want to take pole dancing classes again. You got me excited. I'm pumped. You should. <laughs> I, I love it. Especially with you being like, you're a mom, you've had a baby, you post baby, yeah, go back in there and own your sexuality, right? Because once yes. you become a, a mom, it's like so hard to think about anything that's related to being sexy. You're like, I got a baby. I'm telling you, I'm trying to pull it back. I'm like, I want to pull it back, the old thing back. Here we go. We're we'll back at tricks at. You got to stay on that though, because you can't let that go down the the tube. It's not going to my mom now. <laughs> Listen, I'm still young and kicking it. I got to keep it moving. Absolutely. I don't want to see you uh, out there like looking like a 40-year-old mom when you're a 20-year-old mom. Hang in there. Listen, <laughs> listen. Listen, that's how oh I got to be. That's so real. <laughs> listen, All right. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I refuse. It happens. It happens, oh, man. So I've it seen does. so many of my classmates and my friends, and I'm like, no. you had your kids in your 20s, but you're looking like you had them in your 40s. What Listen, are you doing? Like, Jesus. <laughs> the cat and the, and the sweater and everything. That sweater. Yes. Oh, Next thing you know, they got, the, they got the baggy outfits on. They don't want their body to be seen. Yes. That big they don't sweater. ever do, the, right? They don't ever do their hair anymore. They just, they just become soccer moms. And, mm-hmm. Instead of sexy mom, they just soccer mom. <laughs> yes, this is, this is news to me, so I, I know what to watch out for. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> you never see. Look, you never saw your mother do this, right? Because she she was refusing to be the soccer mom. Look, she like, be no. yeah, she hot and, and kicking it. <laughs> exactly, bringing that bear. I still look at her jean outfit on, looking cute. <laughs> there's some women that just will not let let motherhood overtake them right they will do motherhood and and still own their sexuality and then there's still those that won't right they just they just can't find the balance so yeah yeah for sure and it's hard i'm sure it's hard for you egypt right to be a mother and then try to be uh, your own woman and be you know, it somebody's is. woman <laughs> at it night. It is. I'd be like, how is this all going to fit? So I'm trying my best. I'm getting better at it, though. I'm still, like, slowly coming in. Like, I have to keep my hair done because my locks, you know, I got locks. So no one going to mad up over here. But, you know, if it, if I had regular hair, I think I probably would have been looking a little crazy. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> I was pregnant and I don't have, I ain't got no kids, no responsibility. I got two dogs over here and I don't do nothing to this hair. Is I was about to say, I'm like, like do you see this hat? Is their name, <laughs> what's their name? Rocky, they go tennis players. Are these, are these little dogs? <laughs> Racket and Volley. Racket and Volley. Yes, I remember them. 
Okay, that was a sidebar, but yes. All right, okay. ladies. As we roll to the end of this session, um, me and Egypt have decided that we are going to be more intentional about giving people um, advice, you know, on what they can do. And so we wanted to ask, what are three things our listeners can do to utilize movement to like, you know, grow in their self-confidence and, and heal themselves and be free? Um, take the time to create a space that you enjoy that has uh, with music that you enjoy and just dance, right? You don't have to have a pole. Um, you just need a space. Like I think all of us probably can attest to the fact that we have gone in our bathroom, turned the music up and just danced in the mirror. Um, and it felt really good afterwards. That you can do anywhere, right? And just take the time and the opportunity to to enjoy those moments and do them every time. So yeah, taking that time, the moment to um, find a, a space and a, to dance, right? Um, mm-hmm. And finding the music that you enjoy, making sure that you make that a priority. Um, whatever um, playtime that it is that that you want. So one of the things that I uh, found as I was going through my um, self-help book this week um, was talking about um play adult play right meaning how do you what is it that you do that you enjoy that you would do if no one paid you and no one um and time wasn't a factor um and you would just do it whether that's you know making candles or um drawing or painting or whatever right and if that happens to be be dance or whatever it is make it a priority don't let anyone talk you out of doing that so one of the things that I say about pole fitness is it's a part-time job I don't get paid a lot to do it but I enjoy it so much that you wouldn't have to pay me to do it um and it's my adult playtime. it's the time that I get to refocus refurbish and just just abuse time and do whatever it is that I love to do right so find whatever that enjoyable thing is and and don't let anyone talk you out of that as a priority. Um, not even your own priorities, right? Because <laughs> you'll have your own priorities and yes. you just have to say, nope, nope, nope. I have scheduled this time to dance and I'm going to do it, right? Um, <laughs> let me think about a third one. This is such a spur of the moment thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, where's the third one at? <laughs> Um, let me think about that. Probably, um, probably investing, finding an actual group, investing in an actual location, going to some specific place, right? So setting up, so not just saying you're going to do it at home, but saying, I'm going to go to a class every Friday at 6 p.m. Invest in your in your priority in your playtime, right? So, give it a little money, <laughs> you know, twenty twenty five dollars to go to a class, and get away from your house and go and do what you do, right? 
um, buy something that you need for your playtime, right? Whatever that is, if that's the for pole, it's always going to be a new pair of pole shoes, right? A new pair of platform heels um, or knee pads or or sexy leggings or a sexy top or some fishnets or a bodysuit, right? Put that shit on and go to the class and and dance in it like you're the sexiest person in the world. Like I find that to be the best thing when I, when the students come and they put on all their sexy attire um, and they show up to dance because they feel sexy that day. So they express it in their outward clothing and attire. So dress up, invest in your, um, in your priority and your playtime. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sean. I really appreciate you coming on the show today. Thank you. I had a great time. Sorry, my dogs are disturbing in the background. <laughs> That's okay. We understand. This is this is what work from home life is, right? You uh, <laughs> sometimes you hear a dog. I know that uh, I've been at work and I've heard some babies screaming, uh, toddlers <laughs> screaming, wives screaming. Not the uh, <laughs> everybody's just screaming <laughs> but we really appreciate you um and we will make sure we post this um to all of our social media platforms for anyone that hasn't had a chance to join the group make sure you uh take a moment to check out the facebook group your shot of goodness and also make sure you you know take a moment to check out sean's group the dating girl chronicles really cool yeah. i i really enjoy it i'm not currently dating well i'm not dating, dating in the typical sense I'm, i was just about to say i'm dating my husband you know we just had that counts. Bur- burger night so <laughs> that counts yes, that's does. a date this is very very important you know you can't stop dating once you get married so anywho um everyone have a great rest of your week and a fabulous wednesday <laughs>